1: That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook and Parks Casino. Big TVs, comfy chairs. My Uncle Rick fell asleep in one of the chairs a Not little surprising. bit ago because he was so comfy watching football, hanging out, so much to bet on. But Elliott Shore Parks, you Just know, say it, just say, Dallas say it. Dallas sucks, there it man. There it is. Dallas sucks. Just they say it. suck. I'm so excited <laughs> for this game tomorrow. We finally made it. It's yes. freaking Dallas week. We, we talked the whole ride out here. You know, normally we'll be like, all right, what's our topic? We'll figure it out, and then we'll just kind of chat and catch up. We talked about the game the whole way yeah. out here. We didn't talk about anything else. We're so fired up for this. Elliot, you pointed out multiple times across the station and, and on our ride out, I mean, you know, we have not gotten many big, big, big
2: Eagles-Cowboys games, and this is the first Hurts-First Dak big Eagles-Cowboys I mean, game if we've you gotten. Think back, like, I guess I would say my lifetime, but really just the last 20 years. There was 2008. You get the 44-6 to game. Uh, 2013, the Brandon Boykin interception in Dallas. There's the 2019 game where uh, you know Carson was playing terrible, Dak was hurt. It was like 19 to seven, not a great game, but a big one. But an
1: important game, yeah.
2: And and now it's this. Like the game hasn't even been played yet, and I guess we'll see how it plays out. But this game tomorrow, I. It's always I love Dallas Week for a lot of reasons on WIP. First of all, WIP is the home of Dallas Week. Like Damn I, I love yeah, listening if, people without, talk about it. There is no Dallas Week without right. WIP. Without but a doubt. My my experience of it's always been a little different because a lot of the people that call in I feel like with true hatred of Dallas are people that were around for the games and, like, you know, I, I guess. Like me, yes. Yeah, my, calling good, me old, my it, here, like, yes. yes. I grew up, I was freaking, like, in
1: my formative
2: years. Yeah. My, you know,
1: 12, 13, 14, 15, for those freaking teams that won every freaking year, three out of four years, and they were hateable. Like, I hated Dion I For those that can't that see,
2: which is everybody, James' body is shaking right now <laughs> with, with, with excitement from this game. But, but no, what we were talking about, and I think it's so true, like, your hatred for Dallas and the people you hear call in, it's like born with – like it, it was – uh, like there were moments that shaped that hate, right? Like because of you saw them win the Super Bowls, so all those things. I feel like for Eagles fans over the past 10 or 15 years, there haven't been as many of those moments. I think tomorrow is like a moment. It's like being down at the link for Eagles, Cowboys, that's like a moment. That is going to be something we are going to be talking about for a really, really long time because – it's a massive game. I mean, you, if you look at the, uh, the New York Times does like a football thing where you put in the results and it tells you the chances, whatever. Right, you yeah. Know, numbers, analytics, yeah. calculate so, all this. Things, yes. Right? If they win tomorrow, they have close to a 70% chance to be the number one seed in the NFC. I don't even have to say what a big deal that would be. We all saw it last year. If they lose, that number drops down to I think it was around 20%, maybe you know, like 22, 23 Massive difference. The difference between this team being the one seed and then potentially being the five, it's going on the road to playoffs. It's not having a bye week. So massive implications for the game just in terms of even if it wasn't the Cowboys. Massive game. But we're also going to see something that we haven't really got a chance to see and could be a matchup that we talk about and that shapes like our Eagles viewing experience for the next however many years. We get Jalen versus Dak tomorrow. We have not really gotten Jalen versus Dak. His rookie year, he plays uh, at Dallas, a meaningless game. 2021, it's week three. Certainly, you know, Dak played. It was a meaningful game. But it wasn't anything like this. Otherwise, it's been Cooper They ran Cooper the ball Rush. two times. That yeah. was that game. Yeah. It's been Cooper Rush versus Hurts. It's been Gardner Minshew versus Dak. Tomorrow, we get to see, like, it was always supposed to be Carson versus Dak. And really, when McNabb was here, there was never a great I guess Romo for, for some. Kinda. Of, but yeah, yeah the but, thing with
1: Carson and Dak was the same drafts, exactly, same time yeah. coming in the yeah. league, the whole thing. So it felt like there was there was a connection there.
2: Yeah, and obviously didn't work out for Carson. No, it did regard. not. But but, yeah, but they won the Super Bowl. They did. True. He has a ring. Dak doesn't. Yep. I don't know if you knew that. I do. You do. Yeah. It's been a while since Dallas won a Long ring. It's been a little, time, a little bit of time. That's yeah. right. But to see Jalen versus Dak tomorrow, I am so like you know i'm a quarterback wins guy i'm a quarterback matters guy like franchise swag all those things to see these two go at it tomorrow at the link is going to be awesome like these are the type of games that that you're a fan for it's like why you get in this business it's why you buy season tickets it's like why you know do all those things to get to see what's going to happen at that at the link tomorrow so super excited for the game super excited to do this show with you today and talk to all the callers um this is like a real Dallas Week moment. We don't get as many of these as we should because Dallas has been so bad, and because of injuries. So it's all lining up tomorrow. I mean, Dallas is a good team. They're not as good as the Eagles. I don't know if we want to tease our predictions. I can only imagine where where where, where you'll fall <laughs> yeah. on this one. But yeah. Dallas is—they are—they're a good team, and we talked about it on the way in, like. They have uh, C.D. Lamb. They haven't been as good running the ball this year. They have Micah Parsons. Like, their defense against the pass has been uh, really good. They're one of the best teams in the league at both creating turnovers and taking care of the ball. That's been a weakness for the Eagles so far this year. Obviously a new defensive coordinator, and the game's not in Dallas, but we've seen what Dak has done against Eagles' defenses. It feels like every time I'm in Dallas, I watch Dak put up 40 points. So I'm excited for the X's and O's of the game. Uh, Dallas is a good team. I think it's a good measuring stick for the Eagles for sure. And to get back to, the, to what this game means, if the Eagles win tomorrow, they move to 8-1. and one. They will be, I believe, two and a half games up on Dallas. Then they, they'll have the tiebreaker. They'll be in such great position going into a really tough stretch. It's just it's a, it's a massive game for excitement level but also just the implications. In two
1: ninety four one ninety four. we want to talk to all our real ones as many people as we can about this Eagles Cowboys game, about your Cowboys hate, about the importance of the game. Like Elliot pointed out here, this is a a massive game. It's pretty funny cuz 2 weeks ago we were like, "Oh, Eagles Dolphins, that's the biggest Regular season game of the Hurt Sireanni yeah. era. Two weeks later, there's a bigger one. Yeah, and it's and it's also big because it's beginning this stretch that we've talked about all off season. As soon as the schedule came out, like this is the beginning of it. It's it's Dallas, then the bye week, and then it's the whole thing. It's KC and Buffalo and San Francisco and Dallas again and Seattle. And and this is like the make or bake or break stretch of the season. Like winning this first game of it adds, like, such importance to it uh, from another level on top of that, too, that this this little gauntlet is coming. To start with this one, to get this win heading into the bye would be just an unbelievably massive thing for this yeah. team. The stakes of this game are huge.
2: They yeah. really are. And, you know, from, from a how can they win it perspective, like if this time next Sunday during the bye week, bye week we're talking about the Eagles at 8-1, and one. we're talking about them at, at the top of the NFCs, having the tiebreaker currently over the Cowboys. How are they going to get there? So I think there's a few few things about the Cowboys. While they are a good team, they have great special teams. Their defense is good. The offense is actually not as good as you would think. For so many years, the Cowboys have been near the top of the league, it feels like, in points per game. The way they move the ball with Dak. They don't have Kellen Moore anymore. I think they're, they're feeling that. Like, their passing game hasn't been as good this year. Tony Pollard, not been that good as a, as a lead back. So I think defensively, actually, the Eagles are walking into a, a task tomorrow that they can handle. Uh, obviously, no Avante Maddox, no Bradley Roby. CeeDee Lamb plays in the slot a lot. So we'll see how they, how they handle that matchup. I want to talk to you about like, some options and what you would do. But on the defensive side of the ball, for the Eagles' offense, it's all about stopping Micah Parsons. And last year, when, Par- when Parsons came to Philadelphia... He had three hurries, no sacks, and had no impact on the game. So they have a blueprint as to how to do this, and they have the talent how to do it. And if you can take care of Parsons, that rest of the defensive line is not that good. If you look at their pass rest stats, they're in the bottom like 10 of almost every stat in terms of hurries, sacks, uh, percentage of snaps where you get pressure on the quarterback, all those things. So while it's a good team, and it is a good test for this team, the Eagles are the better team. Like, they don't have an excuse to lose this game. They're better. They're at home. It's a meaningful game. And I don't see a ton of ways where the Cowboys can really hurt the Eagles and pull up and upset. I mean, it's only a minor, uh, you know, they're only three-point point three favorites. Favorite. So it's not a massive line. But I think the Eagles uh, – are in good shape going into it. Yeah, I think they're in
1: great shape. I think they're a better football team. You know, they're coming in for the most part healthy. Coming in this game, obviously missing a few guys, but Dallas is missing some big guys as yeah. well. I think you feel good about it from a matchups perspective. And again, I just it, the, the the enormity of the spot. Uh, you know, you can't undersell how important this game is. For this team moving forward, you can't count on winning in Dallas. Like they're going to win in Dallas because we're going to be there, but yeah, you know, point, yeah. outside of that, like you need to take this game at home. It's and they've struggled. Massively, in that's the point. It's been massively important that they win the home game in this matchup. And look, Dallas right now, like arguably the second best team in the NFC. Like it's them, the I think Lions, they are, yeah. and, and Niners. Like maybe Seattle, you want to throw in there. Like that's it. That's the group of teams. And and the Eagles have a chance to to put a, a real hurtin on on essentially the well, biggest competition, not just for the, the division, but but potentially the and conference.
2: of those four teams you mentioned. They'll play three of them over the next six yeah, weeks, right? The the Niners, all but the, the Seahawks, yeah, all but the Lions. So, um, just from a, how this kind of game can swing, how the season looks. Like if you lose, if they lose tomorrow. Then you're in a tough spot because then you go to Kansas City. I think even if they win tomorrow, well, not just
1: that. Hold on, you sit for two weeks with bye dealing yes, with the dealing loss, with it, like, which, which you know for us especially will not be the most fun two weeks. And it will not be fun for them game. if they listen to WIP. Absolutely. I can tell you that. Yeah,
2: so that that'll be a big thing. But Kansas City, that could be. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. I think. I think Kansas City is not as good as they were last year. I think the Eagles just have more offensive firepower. But that is certainly a game you could lose. Prime time at Kansas City, like absolutely sure. good. They'll probably be underdogs in that game, or at least it'll be I would it'll think be they close. Probably yeah, are. probably less than three. I would think for the Chiefs. I think they'll but, be underdogs. Though. Yeah. I agree with you. So if you lose this game, then you know potentially there's a Chiefs game. All of a sudden, you're at the three losses, and the, you know you could be in second place in the division. But but in in three weeks, you could be you're the five seed. You could that's be the a, five seed. That's yeah. the
1: big thing. Is like we're not talking about like because even getting the two seed, like let's say, look, the Lions have a really easy schedule. They could just kind of win a bunch of games. It's possible. But like, yeah. Even being the two-seed, you're guaranteed two home playoff games, assuming you win, obviously. You you only have to go on the road for one game, yeah. and it would be to Detroit, which you know you can go in and win in Detroit. Like The difference between the one or the two and the five is massive. That is the most important. I mean, you look, you want the one-seed. But but winning the division is even more important than the well, one Well, and if you look at how they win. got
2: to the Super Bowl last year, they earned the one seed. But the fact that they had the one seed, they get a trash Giants team coming off a bye that came, right? That obviously worked out. And then I think they would have beaten San Francisco even in San Francisco. But getting that game at, at home is absolutely – was huge. And to you thinking about how the Dolphins game was the biggest game and now Dallas is? If you lose this Dallas game, that San Francisco game becomes massive at that point. Yeah. From a tiebreaker standpoint, from just a, a seeding well, standpoint, where That game where you in can Dallas, be, depending, depending the on the game other, in Dallas, it becomes yeah. absolutely massive so, as well. So, what's your level of confidence heading into the game tomorrow? I, it, high, high. Okay, it is
1: high. And look, it's not. I, I acknowledge that Dallas is a good football team. I will say that when you look at Dallas, you know their wins and who they've beaten, they really have not beaten anyone of consequence so far. You know, and and it does seem like the kind of team that. It was a bit of a front-running team, you know, mm-hmm. which, you know, maybe we have some teams in this city who have go. had issues just say with that. It. Just say it. Uh, you're the one who said yeah. it. No, I mean, the, the, yeah. the Phillies are front-runners. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, was, I was not going there.
2: Not on today's show.
1: But, look, I, I do think the Cowboys are a little bit like that. They get out in front and they kind of pound on teams, but but you can punch them in the mouth and they don't recover. I mean, they lost 42-10 to 10 to the Niners. Yeah. The Niners just lost three straight, and I know it's the NFL, but 42-10 to 10 to the Niners. They got blown out by the Niners. And, look, I I need to see Dak win. I know that he's beaten the Eagles and stuff, but Dak has still not made it past the second round of the playoffs. He has still not shown that in the biggest of games he's going to not make mistakes. We saw it again in the playoffs. And whether you want to blame McCarthy or him, they're still together. Like Continually in big spots, Dak has come up small.
2: Well, so you brought the Phillies up, so I'll make a a quick kind of comparison. Uh, In Game 7, we agreed that that team needed to get a lead. Like That was a, a desperate need for a lead. I don't think tomorrow they're as in desperate need for lead. I think the Eagles could definitely fall behind 7 nothing and still win the game. Like, no question about it. By the way, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., I think, with a oh uh, Ooh, a look at six. that. Fu- I like that he does uh, the axe celebration, Yeah, too. that it's is. That, that's very good. Yeah, future Eagle right there. But the Eagles, uh, I think they could fall behind tomorrow. But I actually think for Dallas... Like, if Dallas falls, if the Eagles go up 7 nothing, I'd be pretty surprised if they lose the game. Because I agree with you. I don't think Dallas has it in them to fight back. And I think this Eagles team, they're certainly not front runners. Like, they can come from behind. Um, Actually, I actually saw a stat that I think Jalen has. Yeah,
1: t- the most. In, was it 10 times? The last 10 times he's been down double, double digits. Double digits, he's won. Or, no, I'm sorry. The last six times. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. He's been down double digits, he's won. It's which the longest is,
2: streak by anyone in and the And what's crazy is I can't even think of the times he's it's been like, down. It's like when they've been downtown. Yeah. Like the the Indy game last year Eric, was one. No, they went up in Arizona.
1: They were down the Indy game. I know they were yeah. down two touchdowns in that one. I guess Washington, they might have been down two touchdowns. Yeah, that was probably it. Uh, but like. Well, po- both Washington both games. Both Washington already. games. Yeah. But either way, it does. It seems absurd because it's like. Really? When is he down that much? But yeah. yet when he is, he finds ways to win. So I, I don't I
2: don't think the Eagles have to jump ahead. But I do think if you can if they can come out tomorrow, I'm sure the crowd is gonna be crazy and you can jump ahead to a seven nothing lead on Dallas. I, I mean, I don't think Dallas comes back. I think the Eagles can win either way, but I think Dallas really needs a lead tomorrow. So I think starting quick, uh, you know, if I were the Eagles they're not gonna do it. I might take the ball first, just go right down the field, do. like go I know they won't. But you know, go up seven nothing, send a statement, get the get the building uh you know and um get the building even more frenzied up than they're likely already going to be 2155929494
1: we're coming to the phones in a minute we want to hear from all our real ones it's a Dallas week i want to hear about the game about the matchup but i also want to hear about your freaking hate for Dallas like let's go tell me why you hate Dallas tell me how much you hate Dallas because I will relish every second of it i that's also, what Dallas Week is about.
2: I'm curious to hear from people that are, you know, like in their 20s or their young 30s as to why they hate Dallas, no, like what, what their memory is and, like, kind of why that started to be. So, look, it's WIP. It's a day before Eagles-Cowboys. Tell us why you hate
1: Dallas. Exactly right. Come to the phones in a minute, 215-592-9494. Last thing on the game before we go to the phones if you had, you already mentioned the Micah Parsons thing. That's the Eagles offense against the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Flipping it around, if you had to pick a defensive matchup or a defensive element of the game for the Eagles that you think will be key, what
2: are you looking at? So I think the key to the game is going to be what they do in the slot with CeeDee Lamb. I'll say this off the jump. I'm irrationally, and maybe it's not even irrational. Maybe it might not be the right word. I think Eli Ricks is awesome. Like, I think Eli Ricks is going to be a He a plays potential. with some fire. Yeah, man. I think he has number one corner potential. But he is a rookie. He's not played a ton this year. I'll not played cu- in the
1: slot. Much. I would,
2: and I, I'll be curious. Well, he's gotten some, some, right, yeah, much, but I'm not saying, a ton. You know, yeah. yeah,
1: he's a, uh, in college. He was an outside corner. Yeah, you know? yeah.
2: So I'll be curious to see if they put him in the slot against Ceedee Lamb. I don't know what their best option is there because Ceedee Lamb plays a, a pretty decent size majority of his snaps in the slot. He is not like a AJ Brown on outside number one corner. Like he can do it. He just doesn't do it as consistently. For the Eagles, Bradley Roby being out, I know he's only played limited so far this year, but I thought he played pretty well when he was out there, so that's a loss. I don't like the idea of moving Bradbury insi- inside to the to the slot. I don't think he played well there, and I just don't think moving him around is a good idea. And
1: CD's shiftier than, like, you know, we talked about moving to the slot to kind of cover some of those bigger guys. Yeah. Like, Seedy's shifty, man.
2: Yeah, so I-, I would be worried about that matchup. Uh, Slay, I wouldn't move inside either. I mean, I think the other the other thing is this Cowboys' offensive line can be taken advantage of. They're banged up. Uh, They're going to be missing one of their tackles. Their other tackle, Terrence Steele, is not that good. The interior of their offensive line is probably the strength of it. Uh, So, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, like Milton Williams had a really, I think, having a really underrated year. I agree with you. He's a big matchup uh, tomorrow. So, I think the interior of their. Cowboys offensive line will be a bit tougher, but it's on the edge rushers because they can absolutely win their matchups on the outside. Hassan Redick, uh, Josh Swett, uh who basically put up the same stats as Micah Parsons this year. No one talks about it, but similar stats to Micah Parsons. So I think defensively, they have the advantage at the line. And quick side note, probably the first of many we'll take. It is unbelievable how every single week we preview the game, Every single week, no matter what game it is, they have the advantage on the lines. It's
1: it's how they're built, man. It's It's credit to Howie. It's such
2: a credit to Howie that in a game that we've spent the first, however long we've been on, talking about how massive the game is, how much you need to win it, how much it can impact their season. I'll say it. I think if they win tomorrow, they're probably winning the Super Bowl. But, like, so (laughs) it's a massive game. And they can go into it knowing they have the huge advantage on both lines. And like the quarterback and the coach. I mean, yeah. they
1: really, you know, the 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 things that you, Elliot Shore Parks, base your football, yeah. you know, uh, uh, and analysis on for the most part. Who has the better quarterback? Who has the better coach? Who has
2: the better lines? The Eagles win all those. And, and it, it was interesting with the lines, I think the Eagles have a massive advantage. And the coaching staff, I think they have a, a good advantage. I think Dan Quinn's one of the best coordinators in the league on either side of He's the ball. very good. So and you can see by the fact that their defense puts up like okay numbers despite I don't think having that many great players the one the one area if we if we're being honest previewing this game like Dak has been smarter with the football than Jalen has this year this is what it is which is shocking when you consider Dak led the league in interceptions last year and Jalen's one of the best in the league so Dak has fewer turnover worthy plays he has fewer turnovers that is one area where Jalen is a better quarterback than Dak he's better but Jalen has to be smart with the football tomorrow.
1: 215-592-9494. Again, we want to hear it from as many Go Birds callers as we can today. One real one we won't hear from our guy Justin from Richmond standing right in front of us. Shout out to Justin. Going to the game tomorrow. Going to the game tomorrow with our buddy Drew from Westchester, who I'm sure we'll hear from in a little bit. I would imagine. I would imagine. And uh, uh again, come on out and hang out with us sometime. It's a blast here. All right, two one five-five nine two-9494. Get on the line now. It's freaking Dallas week. Dallas sucks. Let's go. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. And I see on the board that Ben Kenny in the studio just wrote, he is very excited. Yes. And that's what I want to hear from our guy, Tom in Abington. Yo, Tom. How
2: are we doing today? What up, Tom? A little bit excited for tomorrow, I would say. Yes, Dallas, because Dallas (laughs) sucks. Well, I I couldn't have said it before. To quote the famous James Seltzer.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... I've been listening uh, all week to The Whip, as I always do, and I've heard some disturbing things Uh, led by one John Fritz.
2: uh, Fritz. I like him. Normally Uh, it's me doing that. I'm happy it's uh, someone else catching I'm hearing how
0: this uh, rivalry is dead between the Eagles Cowboys and the Cowboys are just another team. Well, John Fritz and anybody else who subscribes to that, let me explain to you Dallas hate. My Dallas hate began in 1974. Much like John Ritchie, I have vivid memories of being in my mom's womb and hearing my old man screaming, yelling, and cursing at the top of his lungs at his tubular television because the Cowboys were smoking our Philadelphia Eagles. That hate has stayed with me through birth through Tom Landry's dumbass hat, through 1980 having to watch Jaws throw those picks in the Super Bowl, all the way through the 90s watching the Cowboys win chip after chip. Well, you know what? The tables have turned. The Cowboys are now good again. So this is actually a rebirth. Yeah. Oh, the rivalry, not a death, and we are going to handle our business tomorrow because these two teams are like two ships passing in the night. Well, Tom, we are it. going to head to the promised land with a chip over the Bengals this year while Dallas is one and done again in the playoffs, as they usually are, because the Eagles will take this game tomorrow in a hard-fought battle,
2: 28-24. What say you guys? Well said, my friend.
1: That was that was exactly
2: what I needed. Right yeah, there, I mean, you brought it. That's why you're the leadoff hitter. That's why you're Schwarber. You know, we we needed you. That right was the leadoff there. home run. <laughs> yeah, it was a leadoff. That was home right run, off exactly. the freaking. Well, I think right. what I love that you said. I think it was perfect phrasing. Is it does feel like tomorrow is like the rebirth. Yeah, in a way, it's such I'm a great best. phrase. I think I it's love like that. the first chapter. Like the it's a new beginning of this rivalry. So look, and I, I also I'm, love that you said "suck it, John Fritz." Yeah, I was gonna you say I'm never one to agree with with John Fritz, but but. I think he is right that in the past few years, like, it just hasn't been – like, we're always excited for the game, but it hasn't felt the same. I think tomorrow it's the rebirth. Yeah, I think it's like and the I rebirth also
1: think he's underrating the Dallas Hey, It's just because he's a child and he didn't see him in the 90s. But I think that's part of it. <laughs> that is yeah, part it's, of it, yeah. He's showing his age is what he's doing. Though, so three keys to the
0: now. game tomorrow, fellas. I'll leave you with this. Nick has to run the ball. He has to have a balanced attack. He cannot abandon the run tomorrow, and we need to stay healthy, in particular Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson. I have a great
2: weekend,
1: fellas. My man. Great call, Tom. Great way to start the show off. And we'll, we'll accept for
2: a Tate on this show. You know, Look, it's not like yeah, either man. of us, you know, do anything if, else. If he doesn't want people or... to hate Dallas, I guess this means he's going to take the uh, Hey, you know, he, he brought this somewhere. on
1: himself. Because yeah. you know what? He's wrong. Because Dallas sucks, and we hate Dallas, and we will always hate Dallas with every fiber of our soul here in Philadelphia.
2: The table is shaking. And that's just the way it is. That's just (laughs) the way it is.
1: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll continue taking your calls when we get back. I see a bunch of our real ones on the line. Cannot wait to talk to all of you. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to get on Eagles, Cowboys, it's freaking Dallas week. It's Go Birds Radio. Join us right now and download the Bet Parks app right now. It's the only online casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. When you open the Bet Parks app, you're in the zone. Winning's always a rush, but the money is the moment. It's in the moment. Bet Parks is the official winning partner of your Philadelphia 76ers who have been winning. You can bet on that action, of course. It's all plus all your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino floor comes to you. It's the anticipation of another face card, the thrill of an extra spin, and the pure joy of a jackpot. Play jack, blackjack, roulette, back rat, three-card poker, and ultimate Texas hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone, plus... You can play the latest hot slots. Great offer for new users. Join right now and get up to $1,000. Yes, you heard that right. $1,000 in casino bonus back. If you're down in the first 24 hours, it's a great deal. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered once. Terms and conditions apply. See the website at betparks.com for details. You play for fun. You love to win. You bet. Betparks. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member
2: FDSC.
0: Aikman is back. He is looking. He throws into the end zone. Intercepted! Intercepted! Coming up with the interception, running along the far sideline, cutting to the center of the field. Eagles have the football Troy Vincent. Vincent running down the sideline. He's at the 30, the
1: 25, 20, the 15, 10. The Eagles win, the Eagles win, the Eagles win. A classic play, the lateral, James Willis, Troy Vincent, uh, I played that for a reason. Uh, our buddy Drew, Drew from Westchester mentioned earlier this week that was the moment that got him into Eagles Cowboys. Wow. A young Drew from Westchester, what a play too! And that was exciting in '96 too, because that really I, I remember it so vividly because it was in the heart of the the Cowboys thing. Yep. You know, they they were those Cowboys. That's why I mean my I know a lot of people. Forty four to six is their favorite Eagles Cowboys memory. I you know Wilbert obviously we, we are too young for Wilbert. Anyone who was. Alive and cognizant in 80-81, like Wilbert is the yep. memory, obviously. But but my favorite's always been fourth and one for me because it was in ninety five, It was right in the heart of those great Cowboys teams, and it was like we never beat them, we never we never got one up on them. And for that play for Switzer to do it twice and for us to stop both times, and they stopped. Oh yeah. my Like like that one's always been my favorite, and I I just I'm partial to those. Mid '90s ones because I know how little we got against the Cowboys in those times. That that Willis Vince well, one always stuck. First, out to it's too.
2: cool that all the plays you talked about and every highlight we'll play today and will be played on this station throughout the day is all Merrill Reese. Like oh, that's pretty, pretty cool, piece. you know. Like so, yes. just it's hearing Merrill make that call is is awesome. Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess I would say my top Dallas memory it really might be the Brandon Boykin interception Ooh. just uh, you know the chip the first year of uh, Kyle Kelly, Orton. right yeah Kyle Orton. so not a great quarterback but that matchup. you were covering the team that was your first uh, yeah. year cut versus your second yeah. year right so that makes I mean, just sense in terms of meaningful wins obviously 44 to 6 was look at put him in the playoffs like yeah. there
1: aren't that many you know, forty-four to six, the Eagles were out it, but the Dallas was already in. That was a—I I don't know how many there have been. I can't think many, but that was a last game of the season, winner
2: in, loser out game. Like those are rare between the Eagles. And yeah, Cowboys. and the forty-four to six is awesome for a lot of reasons, but also that was everything else that happened too. Yeah, like, it was Michael a lot Bush going and on the Raiders yeah, winning and exactly, this yeah. and that.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah,
2: but no, the Brandon Boykin interception, man, he he like. For a few years, look, he, had like he was like six be awesome. or seven picks. That yeah, one year. yeah, yeah, he was, he was crazy. Yeah, good there. two, uh, we could
1: use him in the slot. Uh, uh, they could absolutely <laughs> use him tomorrow night. Yeah, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Of course, if you want to bring your your favorite Eagles Cowboys memory or just plain old Dallas hate, we would love to take those calls. In fact, they would make my day. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Someone I know can get down with the Dallas hate. Let's talk to our guy Black Ready. What up, Bo?
3: Uh, guys, baby mama, flip flops. Flip you just said something that just offended me. And uh, <laughs> <What else? laughs> I, 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 I'm really, really upset. Like, there's no way on the planet Earth at any given time in human history that Dak Prescott has played better than Jill Hurst. I'll tell you the one main difference. Like, even with the turnovers involved, right? I've watched Dak Prescott throw 92 interceptions and crumble and fold and look like someone just kicked him in the back of the head on the sidelines. I've watched Jalen Hurts have an interception, stoic, confident, goes back after and wins us the game. Dak doesn't do that. So the key to this game in general is don't get down big because if we keep the game close or we're up, that's when Dak falls apart. They're a front-running team. I'm, I'm more worried about the defense and the special teams than I am the offense because if the defense gets like a tip ball and gets an interception and they get their random score or something early and they get up, Dak is a front-runner. If he's got a lead, oh yeah, it hitting all the passes. When there's pressure, it busts his pipes, and he's just an embarrassing quarterback. Like the reality of it is, out of an eight-year sample size, the dude is a choker. If he doesn't have a lead, he can't bring you back. He will throw a pick. So that's just. I I, well, I, I, I actually it agree 90s. with.
2: I agree with everything you said there. I mean, what I said was, which is just true. Dak has done a better job this year taking care of the ball. I mean, He's you're right. Offensive. over He's still offensive.
1: I know I'm you're offended. offended.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. I know. But but what, I, I think the point you're making that's absolutely true is if the Eagles get ahead tomorrow, like the game's over. I'd be very, very surprised if they went up, you know, like 10 nothing or 13-3 or something like that and they lose the game. And I still think they could come back on the Cowboys, but the Cowboys' path to winning tomorrow is getting a lead early, making the building tense. Dak, to your point, gets to be a front runner and all those things. But – I don't think that's going to happen. So uh,
3: I hate Dallas with all my heart because of the people that live here. You know, I got family members. I got to have ex-family members this week because I don't want to hear their stuff. It's just like you were born here. I know who your father is. Why are you like this? Yeah. And it's just embarrassing because people are like Howard Eskin and they want to put on the jacket and pretend that they got a friend with Steve, <laughs> and that's why they wanted to be a cowboy for a week. And the next thing you know, it's their whole identity. So this week, we're at home. We need to go there and shut it down because we will. And I, I'm not even hooping and hollering today because I'm extremely, extremely confident about going in there and getting this win. I We need to show the rest of the league that we are ready for this gauntlet. I don't remember any time in my life, and Ellie, you're more of a stat guy. I don't remember any time in my life where there have been like six games of like
1: oh, I don't premium
3: either. prime time
1: Head to head, like nah, man, so. They like, put out a thing. in The NFL. This is the the hardest six game stretch that any team in the NFL has this season. Yeah, and
2: I, it's got to be the hardest stretch we've ever seen. That I don't have. remember I'm what I mean, in the Eagles like.
1: Look, it's possible that over the years there's been another stretch that in hindsight looked like this, but right. I certainly don't ever remember going into a season. Looking at this schedule, and being like, "Wow, look at that!" Getting to that search and being like, "Wow, yeah. look at that!" Like, it, it, for me, it's definitely the the toughest. I mean, I think remember. about this: and the
2: Eagles have won like what thirty three of their last thirty five regular. Like, they win all the time. They'll probably be underdogs in one of the next six, but probably no more than a three point favorite in any of. Yeah, them. and like yeah. They, they're the best team in the league, so to go six games in a row like that is pretty wild. Yeah,
3: and normally, like you said, when you look back at the season, you play hard teams, right? Right. I mean, going from the That's gun what, I'm of with you. Just Perennial juggernaut. I don't remember a time like this. So, and having that, and having this quarterback, and and Nick's got his balls back. You know what I mean, going for
1: them four I'm, so, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. There it is. Love it. We needed that. And look, I do think like this. This six-game stretch is, obviously, it's important and all that, but I, I think for a lot of people, I think, you know, if you think the last couple years, and, and two years ago they were right, last year they weren't really right until, like, maybe the Gannon quarterbacks thing. We can debate that. We won't today because I don't course. want to, yeah. but we could, theoretically. Uh, but, you know, with the last year, it's been like, oh, they haven't played anybody. Oh, how do we know if they're any good? Oh, this year you're going to know, man. Yeah. All those people were like, I want to get tested. I want to know if this team is Can go into the playoffs and be battle tested, and and they they face teams and they have impressive wins. Like, guess what, buddy? Like that Miami win already is more impressive than any regular season win they've had, and now they got six straight games that are of of a similar ilk. Like this, no one will be able to say this team isn't battle tested or hasn't faced it faced uh, uh, aggressive
2: competition way there. The Miami win might be the most impressive win any teams had this year. Yeah, in terms of prime time, like in the the performance and, and how it went. Look, of the best teams in the NFL. The Eagles are going to play a a good majority of them. They won't play Baltimore. They won't play Detroit, but they're going to play Buffalo. San Francisco... They're falling apart. I'd be curious to know if any Super Bowl-winning team has ever lost three games in a row in the regular season. I'm
1: sure it's happened. You think so? Oh, well, I mean, the Giants went 9-7 two, oh yeah, two times in one of yeah, Super right, Bowls, so right. I'm sure uh, it's happened. I'm but It's, of it's probably teams, pretty yeah. rare, yeah. Sorry.
2: But anyway, they seem like they're falling apart. Still, though, one of the best teams in the league, for sure. Yeah, so the, the Eagles are absolutely going to get tested. But that's also what makes tomorrow's, tomorrow's game so important is because of the schedule you have coming up, like— Oh, I, I don't to it. No I would doubt. Be very, very surprised if they went like th- even three and three. Like I think they're probably going to win the majority of these six games, but it's not crazy, absolutely crazy, because of the opponents that you know where they're at right now in their standings could be very, very different by the end of this six game stretch.
1: Oh my, it, Again, it, it's make or break type stuff. And look, they're going to make the playoffs for seven and one, you know. But in terms of of the one seed, in terms of of, you know, home field for, for multiple games in the playoffs, all those type of things. Like, this stretch will make or break them. It will decide, and that's why it's so important we talked about the fact that they're heading into it at 7-1 and one is massive because they do have a little bit of leeway going in, but they still have to win like they do, to your point. They have to win four. If they really want to get the one seed, they got to go 4-2 and two or better. Well, the
2: and the other interesting part about this game is because we haven't seen Jalen versus the Cowboys a ton. And let's just be honest about it. Games against the Cowboys matter more in creating your legacy than they do other games. Absolutely. Like you're the Again, we just played the highlights.
1: We're going to play other highlights throughout the show yeah. where people are talking about this is my favorite like the whole week. Like yes,
2: it, 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 Eagles highlights against the Cowboys will last forever. And, and to be clear, Jalen has not struggled against the Cowboys. I'm not sitting here and saying he has struggled. But it is his fourth year with the team, third year as a starter. He could use a signature win over Dallas. I agree with you. He, like, yeah. he has. He doesn't have any meaningful losses, but he also doesn't have that, like, I'm the Eagles franchise quarterback. This was a meaningful Dallas game. I showed up. I outplayed Dak, and I won the game. He could use that on his resume. No doubt. No doubt. We heard his name
1: a few minutes ago twice today already as, as Justin Richmond, his good buddy, is here to go to the game with him tomorrow, hanging at Parks, and then we played a highlight for him, our guy Drew in Westchester. What up, pal? What's up, boys? How we
4: doing? Let me take you behind yeah. the scenes a little bit. I am sipping my lemon water right now, getting the pipes ready to go for Dak nice. and that Cowboys offense tomorrow. Delta, I probably won't have a voice when I call on Monday, but I'll still make sure I talk to you.
1: I would expect nothing less, my friend.
4: And, uh, Elliot, happy uh, belated birthday! I hope you, you you know get to uh, enjoy yourself
2: on the uh, on the bye week a little
4: bit after I mean, we get dude, this uh, W. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm on WIP with one of my best friends talking to you, Drew. I- I'm getting a very good birthday. Sure. <laughs> yes. That was my bad, too. Happy birthday. I should have said it on the air. I typed no it. No but Yes. Yeah. There
4: we go. Love it. So uh, on the off chance that uh, Brian Johnson's listening, at Air, at the end of my call, I have a play ID I want to uh, take you Love guys. That. Uh, well, if they run through. it, you're going to get credit now. So. Yeah. Oh, 100%, exactly. Uh, but uh, first, though, I found an interesting stat earlier that surprised me. Uh, five meetings, Dak Prescott has never thrown an interception at the link. And I yeah. need that to change tomorrow. And if I'm Sean Desai, if I'm the secondary coach, McDonald, I'm putting that up in the position room today. And I'm saying, gentlemen, who is going to step up and take the ball away? The three and outs are good. Turnovers are better. And I need that stat to change tomorrow. Dak well, is not a, that
2: good. Do not make him look better than he is. It's a great point. I think that they're they're set up to force turnovers because the, the Dallas tackles are not that good. And we know that when Hassan Reddick gets to the quarterback, he makes plays when he gets there. And I think Josh Sweat has a good history of doing that, too. I mean, Josh Sweat had a pick six last year in Dallas. But to your he point about, about Dak in Philadelphia... He has got to have the weirdest career in terms of just he's been the Cowboys starting quarterback for this is his seventh year, I believe, or maybe eighth year. But for a long time, and he barely plays in Philadelphia, like it's Cooper Rush or, it's you know, he like the game's meaningless. He's played two games here where the game didn't mean anything at all. It was the last game of the year. So while well, I do think your, your stat about him never throwing an interception at the link is, is a wild one and it's noteworthy, I just don't I don't feel like Dak comes into Philadelphia and plays well. Like, that's not my, my overall impression of having covered the team for all the games he's played. I, it's more in Dallas it feels like Dak really lights them up. But in Philly, I think he has a very small track record of playing meaningful games and, frankly, playing, like, that well.
4: I overall agree with that. It's a small sample size uh, for sure. And I know Bayard has gotten in with the Titans before. So he's a guy go. I got my eye on uh, tomorrow to step up and make a play. Now, my play uh, for tomorrow, if you guys have noticed this at all, I think there's been one or two times where they've tried to hit DeAndre Swift kind of on a wheel route down the sideline, and they're, they're just missing it. Maybe the timing's a little off. Throws a little off, but I think there's a chance you can catch ballast being over aggressive tomorrow and hit that. So I'm going to be looking
1: out for that. Hey, hey, hey. Way to go, man. Dallas sucks. His voice sucks. is already going. Oh, so good, man. It's going to break I, my board. I, I yeah. need some more of that lemon juice, I, I could literally just sit and listen to, like, Eagles chance with the Dallas sucks capper on a place. loop. On a loop. It's your happy day. place. Yeah, I think the ratings would be fire for that. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Well, you'd be
2: involved. <laughs> yeah. so, you I know.
1: would be there. Yeah. there. <laughs> 215-592-9494. we continue to take your calls. Eagles-Cowboys. A massive, massive Eagles-Cowboys game, as Elliot pointed out. One of the legitimately four or five biggest Eagles-Cowboys games heading in of the last 15 years. Like, this is a massive game with massive stakes. Continue to react with us. And, of course, tell us why you hate Dallas, because Dallas sucks.
2: Always a good throw-in for James.
1: He's allied right. to James. It's Go Birds Radio. We'll be right back. The Brandon Boykin play, your favorite moment. Now, that was not Merrill. We're going to have to ding Ben point, Kenny for yeah, that a little right. bit. I literally you know? just That's said. my bad. Yeah. yeah, Ben, you, do you want to answer for yourself?
4: I, just- I had both files next to each other. They're titled the same thing. Oh, that's tough. And it's a, it's a true, you know. Pick the wrong put side. Meryl of the Merrill in all caps. Yeah. Obviously, lesson.
2: don't delete it, but I think we should just always play the Merrill one. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah,
1: no no doubt. I mean, Merrill above all. That goes to that <laughs> I same. I mean,
2: Brandon Boykin! <laughs> Brandon
1: Boykin! I've heard that call. It's such a great call. It's a too. pretty good Merrill. Thank you. I'm yeah, okay. It's just it. good enough to pass. It, 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 it's yeah. one of those where you know what I'm doing, exactly, but it's not right. like, actually good. Yeah. That play was a lot of fun, and that Chip Kelly team was fun. You know, that year was fun. That kind of whole thing yeah. was, it was a fun time. Well, it
2: was a. You know the top of the the chip era, kind of. Yeah, I it was guess, the one right? year where it, it yeah. basically
1: they, they they made the playoffs that year, and then it was like a steady decline. You know, well the other, well the other game we were talking about on yeah uh, the Eagles Cowboys Thanksgiving yeah. game they were they were ten or nine and four going into that game with Sanchez they won that, that they won in Dallas
2: I thought or no they they right, won at yeah. home they You're lost right,
1: yeah. to Dallas on Thanksgiving and then the, the
2: whole they didn't win again yeah they were I think they finished ten and six they might have won one more but they completely collapsed the yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, even that, you know, on Thanksgiving, Dallas is clearly a big game. And there's been other actually big Dallas games. Um, Christmas Eve, Jeff Garcia went into— uh, That was
1: 06. I'm talking about 15. We said since 08. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That was 2006, of course. Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. Classic. Right. Yeah, there's, there's so many memories. And, and it did turn, like, you know, after the 90s. And then we started to have more positive memories and more wins and stuff. Um, but was
2: the Michael Vick back to or no? It was McNabb back to back Dallas games? Remember, in the end of the regular season at Dallas, and they went to Dallas mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The, those were big ones, but there were there were not a ton of big Dallas games. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in the early 2000s, because they, they weren't really good, right? Yeah. It was like Quincy Carter was their quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, we've said it before, but it's how you know we really feel it and genuinely excited about it? I mean, tomorrow is the moment. every like, it's the moment you wait for as a sports. I love
1: the phrase that Tom Tom from Hamington said, and I, it hasn't gone away for me. But for the John Fritzes of the world, as he said. I like, like the,
2: calling him John Fritz That's today. It's good. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: John today. Look, you know. Though, to be fair, he did say Go Birds on the most recent oh, High did he? pod, which was wow. a shocking moment for all of us. He was so down about the pod, Phillies you know? that he said Go Birds, yeah. it was like one of those. Um, but yeah, I, do, I like the idea. It's the, it's the, it's the rebirth tomorrow. Like yeah. the rivalry is reborn in a full way. For me, it never well, left, but for a lot of people, I feel like this is a, a rebirth for a new generation.
2: And what's cool, and I guess maybe cool is not the right word because we're talking about bad memories, but you know, when you grow up, like the moments you have that made you not like the Cowboys, for some fans, tomorrow young fans, like tomorrow could be the first moment where in 15 years, if you know they lose, where you're calling in. So it in and, be. that's good, right? <laughs> but I'm saying, big you could be calling in and going, you know, one am my, you know, why do you hate the Cowboys in 15 years? You know, like little Justin from Tennessee will be calling in and, and you know, going, why, why do you think. You mean, you mean Owen? Owen, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I thought Justin from Tennessee was a little well more, more well Yes, known. that's his son, Owen. Oh, yeah, so those who don't know. Thank you. Yeah. D- don't, don't think me there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, tomorrow could be a game where it's one of those first memories of, well, like, why really, really really it really, really matters. Or the other way we sure. like,
1: what's your favorite memory when Jalen hit AJ with two minutes left? to yep, win the game. 100%. you know, it could be that kind of thing. So they're, they're, the stakes are high. That's yes. the point. 94 let us not blabber. it. You mentioned his name. Let's go to him. Our guy Justin in Tennessee. What up, feller? What's happening,
5: fellers? How y'all doing? This is fine. College football Saturday. What up, Justin? How you doing, man? You excited for tomorrow? Oh, I'm fired up, man. I'm yeah. fired up. I, Tennessee's got this one in the bag. We're sitting in cruise control right now. So it's Love it. it's on the Dallas, Dallas, Dallas,
1: Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. You can't say
5: it enough, just like James said. You, you can't say it enough.
1: Oh, by the way, Justin, Matt, you brought that up. Uh, I'll go right back to you. But I actually – shout out to Mike in our neighborhood, Elliot, a guy. I'm walking around our neighborhood, and I just hear, hey, man, Dallas sucks. Wow. I'm like, really? He's like, I know it's your thing, man. I'm like, it is my thing. Dallas sucks, man. So shout out to Mike <laughs> in my neighborhood. It was great. Anyway, you can't say it enough, Justin.
5: Yes, exactly. Dallas sucks. And the thing my, – my thing I want to get in about Dallas sucks, how can anyone – Live in Philadelphia or up in that area up there and be a Cowboys fan. Like, oh. How? I know. I know. Like they were winning and everything, but you know, I became an Eagles fan. There wasn't an NFL team in Tennessee. There wasn't. So I, I picked the Eagles because I wanted to be different, and I had an uncle who was a Cowboys fan, and I always liked teaching him and getting under his skin. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's my that's my thing. You know. I, yeah. I had an aunt it's who was the genesis thing. of
1: your Eagles fandom. That's I love that.
5: Exactly. I had an aunt who was a Washington fan, and you know that that was her thing. They were they were winning Washington and Dallas. But you know what? I picked the Eagles because I love that beautiful Kelly green uniform, and, and I've I've stuck with it ever since. I've got well- a sweatshirt. Well you, From, you, you
2: mentioned Dallas fans in Philadelphia. Did you guys see what, what Michael Parsons yeah, did? Yeah, what week? a loser. I mean, yeah, so first of all, he yeah. very clearly wants to be on the Eagles. I think there's yes. no question about that. I mean But I it,
1: mean it's just like there are no Dallas fans that are gonna show up to that game being rooting for you, buddy. Like that ain't happening. Well That's I think he sees Eagles
2: fans take over the stadium. There will never be a time where another fan base takes over the link. No,
1: of course like, not. Like they'll never be bad and enough number one, but it's not, certainly not and tomorrow. Certainly yeah. not
2: Dallas fans. Like
1: that ain't happening. Um, yeah, no, Justin, I, I'm with you, and I, and I think that that's the, the other part of it. You know, that I think that's part of where the the complex for for guys like us, we're we're around the same age. Right, you're 44, 45, right? I'm 46. Just 46, like. right? I'm 42. So we're around the same age. Like when we grew up, it wasn't just like Dallas was in you know my teens and my formative years when I was really like most into football. Dallas was the yep. chance, but then before that, Washington won three Super Bowls, and before yep. that, the Giants had won two, and obviously won two later. Like so, we grew up like with all of our our hated teams winning Super Bowls around us, and that like. That, like, uh, you know, it, like, galvanizes you as a fan in a, in a way where it's, like, us against the world that is something exactly. that I think we all grew up with.
2: Well, yeah. it's just, for me, growing up, like, it was the Giants. Like, the Giants were the team that couldn't beat for so long. And the Giants were the team that beat them in the playoffs and all that. So, yeah, I do, I agree. I mean, obviously, James, I agree with you. Like, you, when you're at your formative year of, as a fan and you really feel, I mean, obviously older fans do, too, but you feel the wins and losses differently, that's for sure Where where you grow to hate a team. Yeah.
5: Yep. Well, real quick before I get off here, uh, one more time. Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. We're 20, we're twenty days away from Justin making the trip from Tennessee up to Philadelphia. Yes. Uh Counting down. Can't wait. Been texting with uh, with some Go Birds fans. Justin. Awesome. Sitting up there with y'all today. Been messaging with him. Shout out uh, to J- be not. a Justin,
1: any kind of Justin.
5: <laughs> be any kind of Justin, Tennessee That's right. or wherever. Uh, Richmond, yes. And Drew, man, I cannot thank that guy enough. I I called that guy the other night. He's been helping me out, like getting some plans set up on where to stay and things to do.
2: Warms my heart to hear this. He sent me a
5: spreadsheet, man. I'm I'm not going to have any issues on knowing what to do or where to go when I get up there. That guy is a class act. He's the best. But, hey, man, Dallas sucks. Go, Birds. Love y'all. I mean
2: Love you too buddy and, and Drew making and it, a spreadsheet of things to do is like the dude, least exci- the surprising thing ever I, And by it's the way. awesome though I love yeah. the
1: community helping the community and that makes my my heart sore and we're all super excited for Justin Tennessee to come up Well here. and
2: one way to be a part of that community be an even bigger part Come
1: to Dallas Come with to Dallas. us you're damn yes, straight Drew exactly. Westchester was just mentioned he's coming to Dallas yes, with us yes. we're going to have a blast out there if you haven't uh, checked it out Fans of Philly uh, Elliot and I will be going to the away game in Dallas the the Sunday night game December 10th with Fans of Philly it's a whole trip Every Everything's taken care of, and we'll all be hanging the whole weekend, so come do that with us. All right, uh, we only got to one call that segment. My bad. Uh, we're going to run calls next segment. I, if you're on the line right now, I see all of you. I love every single one of you, and we're going to get to all of you. Yeah, Awesome callers on the board. We have a few open spots if you want to get in, 215-592-9494. It's freaking Dallas week. Dallas sucks. Go, Birds. I can't
2: wait. Talk about it with us. It's this James. It's Go Birds Radio. Join me and download the Bet Parks app right now. Why? Because it's the only online casino app that I recommend. When you open the Bet Parks app, you're in the zone. Winning is always a rush, but the money is in the moment. Bet Parks is the official winning partner of your Philadelphia 76ers. It's all your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino floor comes to you. It's the anticipation of another face card, the thrill of an extra spin, and the pure joy of a jackpot. Play Jack, uh, play blackjack, roulette, three-card poker, and ultimate Texas hold'em with live dealer right on your phone. Plus, the latest hot slots. Great offer for new users are running right now. Join up and get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website at betparks.com for details. You play for fun. You play to win. You bet. Bet Parks.